Hey, this is Robert from Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Jimmy from Los Angeles. Hi, this is Hannah from Los Angeles. The Sound of Young America is produced independently and supported by listeners like you and me. You should support the show like I did. Just visit MaximumFun.org slash donate. It's The Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. Once a month or so, we like to check in with our friends at the AV Club. They help us separate the wheat from the chaff of popular culture. Here with some picks for this month are Nathan Rabin, the AV Club's head writer, and Josh Modell, the managing editor. Nathan, Josh, welcome back to The Sound of Young America. No, thanks for having us. Thanks, Jesse. Nathan, I'm going to start with uh, you and an album release uh, that combines two of my favorite things, overblown rap music and comedy. Uh, that's The Lonely Island's Turtleneck and Chain. The Lonely Island, of course, uh, the trio of Andy Samberg, Yorma Tacone, and Akiva Sheffer, who are writers and performers on Saturday Night Live, in addition to having their own uh, sketch comedy group. Um, folks might remember there are many music videos from Saturday Night Live. And in fact, let's take a listen to one of the newest. It's also the single uh, from their album, Turtleneck and Chain. It's called I Just Had Sex, and it features Akon. What do you like about The Lonely Island? And also, in that context, do you like other joke rap music? <laughs> I like everything uh, about The Lonely <laughs> Island. And one of the things that I love about Lonely Island is the joke is not that there are white guys doing rap. Um, it's the cultural specificity of Lonely Island, I think, is like one of the things that makes them so amazing. Uh, on their new album, they have a song called Rocky. Uh, and it's a parody, basically, of a genre that consists of two songs. Uh, those two songs are I Think I Could Beat Shaq um, by Aaron Carter and <laughs> What Made Me Think I Could Beat Mike Tyson by uh, The Fresh Prince and uh, Did You Jazzy Jeff. So there's, like, this tiny, tiny little, like pocket of pop culture that exists that, like, not a whole lot of people know about. But not only do Lonely Island, like, see it and parody it, but they do it absolutely perfectly. You know, it's like they, they've kind of uh, taken apart the DNA of these songs um, and sort of reconstructed it. So it's absolutely brilliant. You know? And I've been, been singing the, uh, the hook for Captain Jack Sparrow and their collaboration uh, with Michael Bolton uh, all week long. There really is something special about a comedy hip-hop group that is not just making fun of the idea of hip-hop, um, but making fun of it. And what they're making fun of is, is from the insider's perspective. I remember on their, on their first album, um, I know, Nathan, that you're, you're a hip-hop reviewer for the AV Club as well as the other things you do. And uh, on their first album, they had a song in which they hi- it was about 
It was about Carlos Santana's brand of champagne. Right. And they hired... Santana DVX. They hired uh, Bay Area hip-hop legend E-40 to rap on the song uh, as Carlos, from the perspective of Carlos Santana. <laughs> Which, as a San Francisco native, and some of these guys are from the Bay Area, was just the most magical thing that had ever happened in my entire life. I'll tell you, well, you know, um, and just on a hip-hop level, too, like Jay Zone uh, produced that song. Um, and I don't think it's amazing about Lonely Island is that they can get people like Akon to basically, you know, sing on a song that kind of uh, mocks everything uh, that Akon represents. So they have this incredible power, you know, because of the Saturday Night Live connection where they can get the most famous people in the world to do the most ridiculous things and to do it well and to be very happy about it. Josh Modell, let's talk a little bit about Tim and Eric. Um, Tim and Eric's television program, Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job, uh, <laughs> has just come out, season five on DVD. They've been guests on The Sound of Young America actually a few times. Can you describe this program? I know I'm giving you a tall order here, but can you describe this program for people <laughs> who have not seen it? Uh, no. No, I can't. Oh, well, I'll try. It's, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's, a, it's an 11-minute uh, Adult Swim absurdist comedy show uh and you know some of it is sort of really kind of weird parody of things that almost are parodies already like you know weird old commercials uh some of it is sort of much more kind of straightforward uh sketch comedy in a way with a little bit of a twist and and some of it is uh i think people would would accuse it of not being funny at all and just being weird for the sake of being weird. Um, I think they're comedy geniuses. I think they're the funniest people doing anything today. And uh, to go to, to Nathan's, uh, to, to, to leech off of Nathan's uh, Lonely Island point, um, they are also extremely capable of getting really famous people to come hang out with them and do absurd comedy. On that theme, Josh, let's take a listen to a clip of John C. Riley, the great character actor playing Dr. Steve Brule, uh, who started off on the show as a kind of your local greengrocer type character. Um, he's hosting a segment called Wouldn't That Be Cool? Hi, I'm Dr. Steve Brule with Wouldn't That Be Cool? In 1971, Bill Gates invented Microsoft. Wouldn't it be cool if I could remember my dingus password for my email? That would be cool. <laughs> Um, so tell me about what, what are your favorite famous people that they've wrapped up into their web of sort of devolved VHS, VHS recordings of local television commercials based comedy? You know, it's it's often people that you would never even would ne never necessarily sort of come to your mind. I mean, they've had people like Zach Alphanakis is a regular. There's a whole episode uh, in season five called the Terry Green Machine, which is uh basically zach galifianakis plays a a famous ballet dancer named uh well his his name is terry green he's an actor it's very complicated anyway but so <laughs> so zach galifianakis is on the show all the time um and then he actually roped in apparently roped in his bored to death co-star ted danson for a long sketch <laughs> called uh little danson man in which ted danson is shrunk down to about six inches and then has to kind of deal with his career um and then in that same sketch they get peter satara to come in and and sing a song called Little Dancing Man. Little Dancing Man You were so tall 
but now you're small. I guess. Clearly, people kind of see how just fun and what sort of a, a pure comedic place it's coming from. And, and clearly everyone that goes on there is kind of having a good time in, in the midst of uh, complete insanity. Uh, Nathan, let's talk about this new mixtape from the Detroit rapper Elsai. Uh, people, if they know him, probably know him as one of the later added members of the Detroit hip hop group, some slum village. He's broadly respected as a tremendously skilled rapper and his new mixtape is called Elmatic, and it's a tribute to the classic Nas album Illmatic. Let's take a listen to a clip of Elzai's version of the Nas song. Now let me show you how I blaze it. Leave music in the basement on waste bit. Shit trickier than the maze get. Everything I drop raw, cut you like a chop saw. You should stop like when the cop draw before he pop, y'all. You get your Ford crush. Acting out of sorts and don't support us. You must snort dust riding the short bus. Cause I'm an animal scratch that I'm I'm the manual, pull out, swinging the metal like mechanical, movement, soon as the crew gets, I prove that you need improvement, since I'm so smooth at whatever I maneuver with, and I ain't bragging player, you get your spot, got what I jot, it's hotter than the dragon slayer, it's only right, you should show me light, because the flow be tight, I wouldn't slip on a snowy night, I'm vexed, not who shall I rhyme next, new school or a old time, I like a Timex, simple minded with a complex, my clip is rough the cameras, I keep promoters, scratching their name out and tearing up their banners, what I write is So what's so compelling to you about a rapper revisiting an album from 1994? Well, Elzai, I kind of feel like, has been an incredibly, incredibly underrated uh, rapper uh, for a long time. He kind of slipped into uh, an unenviable position uh, filling in for JD in the slum village. And JD was, you know, an incredible producer, one of the best, but he wasn't much of a rapper. Or rather, he had a kind of a very simple, kind of blunt, uh, very direct sort of style. And Elzai is kind of the opposite of that where he's very intricate um, and very uh, precise. And there's, you know, there's breath control. And there's just a sort of beautifully modulated element uh, to his performance. And he actually was sort of kicked out of Slum Village, the last Slum Village album, uh, only featured him on like a handful of songs. So I think this was kind of an attempt to kind of, you know, get people excited about his career again. And, you know, that's setting the bar really, really high. Um, you know, for musicianship, for, for, for lyricism, uh, you know, to kind of compare yourself against Elmatic. And I think the greatest compliment that I can give Elzai and the greatest compliment that I can give the project is that it lives up to it. And it was actually recorded live with a band, which kind of gives it an interesting, uh, different kind of energy uh, than it would if it was built on samples like uh, Elmatic was. Josh Modell, let's go dark here now uh, and talk about I Saw the Devil. Uh, this is a film that was released in 2010 in South Korea. Uh, it's directed by the Korean director Kim Ji-woon. Um, it premiered at Sundance uh, this year in the United States, and it's got a limited release here in the U.S. of A. 
Um, Amazon.com's description is a shockingly violent and stunningly accomplished tale of murder and revenge. The embodiment of pure evil, Kyung Chul is a dangerous psychopath who kills for pleasure. <laughs> Sounds like a blast. Sounds roughly comparable to Thor. Uh, you know, it's funny because I think if, if this weren't a Korean movie, if it were an American movie and you describe the plot, which is basically that a cop, uh, a cop's pregnant wife is murdered by a serial killer. And then the cop decides to take revenge on the serial killer, not by just killing him, but by sort of tr- chasing him, torturing him, letting him go and then finding him again to torture him some more and then finding him again to torture him some more, uh, basically to make his life uh, a living hell. Um, you'd say, wow, that's a cheesy B movie. Uh, but in South Korea, with the sort of beautiful directorial eye uh, that this director has, whose name I can't remember. Sorry. Kim so, Ji Woon. Thank you. Kim Ji Woon. Um, it's a gorgeous movie, and it's and it's also, but the subject matter is sort of horrifically ugly. Um, but it, it's also, I have to say, incredibly entertaining uh, yeah. in a in a disgusting way. I mean, there are a lot of <laughs> uh, there are a lot of like pretty. If you're not, you know, if 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 somebody uh, deliberately cutting someone else's Achilles tendon uh, does not sound like a, a good movie for you, then then maybe this is not. Uh, I saw the devil is not for you. Um, I'm glad that you can. I, I'm glad that you can see past the little things like yeah, that. Indeed, indeed. Well, Josh Modell, Nathan Rabin, thank you so much for coming back on the Sound of Young America. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. Josh Modell and Nathan Rabin are both writers on the AV Club. You can find them online at theavclub.com. The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered online at ask.metafilter.com. And by Field Notes Brand, makers of American memo books and more. Now featuring county fair editions, one for each state in the United States of America. Field Notes Brand. I'm not writing it down to remember it later. I'm writing it down to remember it now. Fieldnotesbrand.com. The Sound of Young America is supported in part by VG Kids. Printers of t-shirts and other merchandise for touring bands, radio stations, websites, festivals, derby girls, record labels, national brands, and all the rabble-rousers, hackers, and entrepreneurs in between. Online at vgkids.com.